Welcome to BFC Live, the daily video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. BFC Live highlights the companies, brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis sector. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com. Coming up on BFC Live, we connect with Tony Georgie. He is the founder and CEO of Sensi Brands. They just opened a farm gate retail store in Ontario. We wanted to connect with him about that, about the brands they have in the marketplace, about pre-rolls, about their medical program, about all things Sensi Brands. This is Tony Georgie. Tony, thanks for being here. Thank you. It's great to be here. It's great to uh, finally get a chance to talk to you. Well, we were saying before we came on, it's like we've been communicating like teenagers through social media, maybe a little bit of email, but uh, thanks for making time because you guys have been super busy. You opened a Farmgate store, Station House Cannabis. Talk a little bit about how that's going because that is like super cool. Yeah, no, we're, we're, we're really uh, excited about the Farmgate store. We uh, had a grand opening last week. As you saw, we got a lot of press. Uh, but more importantly, the Farmgate store is a great opportunity for us to connect with the city of St. Thomas. We, uh, you know, our facilities are in St. Thomas where we produce everything. Um, and uh, really, from our perspective, it gives us two things. One, the opportunity to connect with the community in destigmatizing cannabis. As you know, it's still uh, uh, still not completely uh, wide open and accepted out there. And two, to demystify it for the consumer themselves. And so... We, we, uh, we thought Farmgate was a pretty cool opportunity. I'm sure you, you know about the background of our retail rollout and, and the intent of it. If you don't, happy to provide that context. But uh, for our perspective, it, it does those two as well as represents our market-leading brand, Station House, which uh, we're very proud of, has become one of the top uh, pre-roll brands in the country. And uh, it, just, it, it was just the right model and, and uh, certainly the right opportunity for us to, uh, to, to accomplish those things. I want to talk. I want to talk about the store first, and then sort of zoom out to the sort of company overall. Talk a little about the store experience because, uh, uh, like, what do people see when they come to St. Thomas to come to the store? Yeah, the, the, look, the, the store's a, a, a twofold. It's a tribute to our brand, as I've already called out. It's also a, a nod to the city of St. Thomas. What many people may not know is that uh, St. Thomas is the railway city of Canada. And, uh, you know, in, in fine form, everything is themed around. Uh, trains and train stations as the station house brand is um, and so uh, when you relate to the store we did something pretty cool we built the store out of uh, out of a train container that was fully customized um, it's very interactive and so when you come into the store it's pretty cool you're walking into a container that's all uh, professionally um, customized um, and it's uh, it's got a lot of uh, displays, uh, not only menu displays and, and, and that type of stuff, but also a live feed into our grow rooms so that people could see through video uh, plants growing. And our phase two plan is that in behind the store, which is adjacent to uh, building two, as we call it, uh, we're planning on um, building a, a, another grow room that we will then provide window access that is already in place so that you'll see live plants growing as you're shopping. And so it's, it's a very cool theme. It, um, it looks uh, very much like, a, you know, a Tim Hortons franchise of cannabis, uh, the way it's laid out. Um, and it's uh, certainly something that we're very, very proud of, not only from the way it looks, but uh, the interactive portion of it. Yeah, like a grow room showroom. Exactly, exactly. It's, we, we heard about this brand in uh, Santa Cruz, California, doing something similar and like envisioning it here at the time we talked to them about a year ago seemed far fetched. And now I just love the idea. And I think this is sort of what you're talking about, bringing consumers 
in close to where the product is so they can make that direct connection, which, and, and sort of further in St. Thomas, like making connection to the place itself. Yeah, and, and really the way we've been describing it is kind of bringing the plant to the consumer, right? There, you know, the farm gate, which I think is really important to talk about, you know, was a catalyst from that uh, was the fact that we were looking to accelerate the rollout of stores, right? It's January, 2020. We're the largest consuming province in the country, consuming about 40% of the overall cannabis. And, and uh, you know, we've got 20 stores in play. Um, and the AGCO really stepped up and, and said, hey, you know, we're going to do two things. We're going to accelerate the, the rollout by adding more resources. And they increased from, you know, something like five store approvals to 20 store approvals per week. Um, and then they said, uh, secondly, because the licensed producers have already gone through a very rigorous process and security clearances and all that good stuff, um, you know, why don't we allow them the opportunity and introduce this farm gate concept, which really dates back to the old farming days when you were growing corn on your property or whatever it was, you'd apply for a farm gate license to sell your wares at the front of the property. And so what that does is, is um, A, it, you know, it, you know we're, the, we're, we're the first store in Southwestern Ontario that has done this. Um, I think we have a very unique concept relative to, to, to other retail stores out there, not only the education side, but it allows us to also streamline the supply chain because with Farmgate, of course, we get to essentially, um, you know, uh, produce products, but instead of going through the distribution process of sending them to the distribution center and back out to the store, we present them at uh, within the store itself by shifting it from the virtual vault into our Farmgate vault. So there's a lot of advantages to the store. Uh, it's really cool. Uh, it's been open for a week now with attraction has been great. And it's also lastly, Jay, which is really important, is that, you know, we're, we're a grower and we have the capability of growing up to about 500 kilos on a small scale. But we partner up with a lot of the local growers, whereby, you know, we either do contract grows or we send our genetics and we, we, we allow them to grow. And, and so we're really representing, you know, a lot of Ontario growers uh, in, in terms of input and product into our brands that then get released into the store and get sold. So. It's a really great model. Uh, it's a great store and concept, and uh, we're pretty excited about it. it. It's I love it. I love all and and just to sort of how you tracked sort of the history of, of retail in Ontario to now is is compelling. Talk zoom out a little bit to talk uh, sort of bigger picture Sensi and talk about sort of the overall sort of components of the business. I think that's a those are the compelling pieces as well. To sort of yep. for those that may not know. No, that's great. I appreciate uh, the opportunity. So we, we're we're somewhat unique. Um, you know, like I'm not going to talk a lot about my team, even though, you know, we believe we have one of the most experienced management teams in the country. Um, if I talk a little bit about Steve Barrage, our chief revenue officer, you know, formerly of Tilray back in 2012, 2013, building up their uh, medical business. Uh, you know, we, we, you know, he was then with me at Flower. Uh, as many people may not know, I'm the former CEO and visionary behind the Flower Corp. And so this is our second go at it. And so Aside from the fact that we've got a very, very strong and experienced team, uh, we're, we're cannabis sommeliers by trade as well and experienced consumers. Um, we, we've got a unique business model of Sensi Brands. We didn't go out to try and be the largest cultivator or the largest processor and, you know, you know, grow the, you know, the best, absolute coolest craft uh, strains. Um, that that business, as far as we're concerned, is 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 the, the, the winners have already emerged. You know, you're not gonna catch guys that got 3 million square feet of canopy. And so instead we wanted to focus on uh, the distribution channels. And so 
we're a brands company and we essentially create really, really uh, relevant and highly desired brands, both in the rec markets and in the medical markets. The only difference for us is uh, the distribution paths. Obviously our recreational brands are distributed through the provinces and into the retailers in all the provinces. Our rec brands are distributed through our medical platforms in particular, Sensi Med, which is our medical marketplace that we launched in July. And so if I summarize for you, the model is, is such that we have lots of input that we curate and select. We then, uh, we then, uh, we then produce that and, and convert it into pro productized brands that uh, have specific demographics that we target. If you look at Station House, which is the top pre-roll brand in the country right now, uh, you know, that, that, is, that is targeted as the everyday best value brand, and we'll get into that. And then, of course, um, you know, aside from our brands business and wholesale distribution lines of business, we have our, our, our medical clinic, which is a subsidiary. It's a, we have over 10,000 patients. Uh, we focus on motor vehicle accident patients and veterans, um, and, and we're one of the first clinics to get what's called HCI designation. So their, their, their cannabis is, is covered through insurance. Um, and the marketplace is the fourth line of business. And of course, we rounded it out with the farm gate. So very unique model. We're a brands company. Uh, we're deliberate about the brands that we, we deploy and know exactly how we're deploying them. And I guess, you know, that leaves us with Station House, which, you know, is very unique in itself. If you look at the market, what's happened, Jay, you know, for the pre-roll category, we felt back in 2018 at legalization that that was going to be the big winner. And our, and our basic premise on that was that as, a, as an experienced consumer, the last thing you want to do after a long day of work or you're going to a dinner party or whatever the occasion is, is, is sit at your table or in a hiding spot from your kids and grind up some weed which spills everywhere. Uh, you know, find papers and then wear the filters and then you break it. And it's just old school, similar to, you know, in the 80s, uh, not being too uncommon to still see somebody roll a tobacco stick, which you don't see anymore. We felt that in the future, the pre-roll category will surpass dried flour in that approach. And so we then invented uh, Station House, which is, uh, we feel that the top pre-roll brand and we did it dissecting every element. Typically at this point, if we go to 2019, you know, the pre-roll category was used as a dumping ground from all the other LPs in getting rid of undesirable product, right? They were getting rid of their trim and shake and all that crap and mix it all in. And even to this day, they're using what they term as a blend and what we term as really bad product. Um, and so we designed it uh, and we wanted to make it relevant. You know, there's still a lot of confusion in the marketplace on cannabis and, you know, making things simple and for people to understand, like what is a sativa versus an indica? Cause they give you completely different experiences. We created and invented the first family of multi-pack pre-rolls. So we invented the multi-pack, but we're very proud of it. It comes in six, 12, 18 and 24 pack configurations in seven different strains. But then we took it a step further, Jay. We, we kind of looked at it and said, look, we're not just going to take a bunch of pre-rolls and throw them into a pack. And I won't comment on the competition names, but, you know, they're packaging things in oversized packaging. They, they're packaging them in bags. And by the time the product gets to you, it's broken and loose. Um, in our case, um, here are the differentiators. We only use single strain whole flour. 
We targeted a range of 18 to 22%. So you're getting a pretty potent product, like you're getting great bang for your buck. We have proprietary milling technology on actually how to mill and to what level, because that uh, differentiates between a great burn and a not so great burn. We then use the best cones, but the biggest gap in the marketplace right now, the differentiates is the proprietary automation technology, which right now is a gap in the market. Everybody knows it. A lot of the technology and R&D that's gone in today into automating pre-rolls has failed. And so we have proprietary processes and compartmentalized technology in the form of, of different assembly lines uh, that has perfected and automated pre-roll so that we can scale. We produce about a million per month today and can easily get to 2 million. Um, and so, so, you know, if you look at the whole market, it's about, you know, it was a few hundred million dollar market and growing, uh, you know, we, we can accommodate and support the market and scale easily. But then we, we've even gone further. We've added inserts to fasten the joints in place after they're perfectly rolled. We've, we've added freshness packs because they are multi-packs made for a day trip or for a long haul, as we like to call it. Um, you know, we, we, we've included freshness packs. And then lastly, in a, in a child safe, easy to carry travel container uh, that, that we use. And, uh, and, and so you get all of that at an incredibly competitive price of $4 for pre-roll. And so you're going to be hard pressed to get any better value. And, and that was our, 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 our target demographic. We wanted to be the Coors Light of the cannabis industry with the pre-roll. You're never going to go wrong with buying a station house. And, uh, and, and we think we've got something that's very unique uh, relative to every other pre-roll in the market. This has been great. I'm on my way to St. Thomas right now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, I, but I do appreciate connecting uh, in, in as close to real life as we, we are doing right now. Um, hear about Station House, hear about the uh, uh, farm gate, hear about the business overall. Um, and we look forward to connecting with you down the road. I know that there's some announcements coming up, but we'll connect with you down the road about those because I think they're always exciting. And uh, kudos in the store opening and all that's, uh, all that's going on. Amazing. Thanks so much, Jay. Really appreciate the opportunity and uh, hopefully you'll be a big supporter uh, in Station House. Thanks so well, much. I'm about to go buy a 24 pack, I think. Hey, <laughs> it'll serve you well. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Jay. Really appreciate it. That was Tony Georgie, the CEO of Sensi Brands. If you like this program, please rate and review us wherever you heard the show. It helps support the work we do. We're able to do what we do because of our ongoing partners, including Alterna Savings, Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, CanDelta, Gallagher, Headset, and Torque and Mains. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com.